Life is one long journey made up of many detours. Some are chosen and some are not, but they all teach us something along the way. Welcome to the Detour Podcast, where conversations about life detours and travel detours converge. It's one part human experience and one part travel experience, all put together to teach and inspire us to take the detour and enjoy the wander. Hey there, friends. Welcome back. I'm your host, Sheila Shinsky, and today we are chatting with Cynthia Amaya. Hi, Cynthia. Hello. Hello. Cynthia is originally from Houston, Texas, and she lives here in Florida, and she's lived here about 15 years now in the um, Tarpon Springs area. She's an event consultant. She's a single mom of a teenager. She loves triathlons, and she um, organizes lots of um, fundraisers for various nonprofits, and she does marketing and social media consulting. So if you've got a Facebook or website, um, for your business and you need some tips on, on getting more activity there or, or what you might want to do to improve, she's your girl. Uh, she's got a bachelor's and master's in hospitality management with over 20 plus years as an event and meeting planner. And she's been all over the states and abroad producing and managing large-scale events notably the 96 Summer Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia, and the surrounding area of Atlanta, where she was in charge of the VIP suites of the delegates all over the world and for the backstage catering for the entertainment that was there. Today, we're going to talk about international travel, all-inclusive resorts, specifically the difference between a regular resort and all-inclusives, tips and how-tos and what to look for at these resorts because sometimes the resorts do things to cut corners and so she's going to tell you what you should look for and then also ways to be safe and take precautions when you're traveling abroad um there's been a lot in the news lately and that's sort of how we started coming up with this topic um about the dominican republic and travelers being killed there actually and um there's also been stories um of mexico and advisory i know with the government Mm -hmm. of Americans not traveling to Mexico. Um, there was another. There was another one too. South America. Yeah, in, in South general. America, yeah. So um, we're going to cover a lot of things today. I'm excited to um, hear all this. I've known Cynthia for a little while, but I didn't know any of this yeah. stuff about you. <laughs> so um, I'm going to be learning right along with you guys. So welcome again, Cynthia, and thanks for being on the Detour Podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Alrighty. Well, let's just jump in. So tell me just a little background was your foray into being um in hospitality management something you always wanted to do or is a little detour story Um, with that no um I've always enjoyed the hospitality industry always been a party planner you know love cooking um making desserts whatever else you know when we would our families would get together and stuff you know back in Texas I was coordinating, planning, decorating, you know, making the trays and whatever else. I, My mom and I are very close. And so, you know, in the Latin, uh, you know, heritage, you're always having gatherings. Yeah. And so it was just kind of, I don't know. What you did. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was just what, what I you did. did. And you're I cult- just part of your yeah, culture. Part of my culture. What is, what is your background? Um, so my mom's side of the family is from Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad's side of the family is from Mexico. So I'm a mix of two, um, which is a really good blend. And 
So a lot like, of fiestas. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, always question me um, as to where I'm from because I don't look like, uh, in some sense, your typical Latin. They have different facial features. And so I have a European type look, and that comes from my mom's side. Got it. So, the Spanish, the yeah. Spanish side. There right. you go. Okay. So, um, and so you you decided to go to school for uh, hospitality. Yeah. So I um, went to Texas Tech and and was basically um, in the hospitality program there. And then when I finished there, um, I. I worked a little bit, but wanted to continue on. Um, I went for my master's at the University of Houston. And I've always been, um, I don't know, I guess a very, I, I say studious, but not that I was always studying, but I love learning. Gotcha. And, mm-hmm. um, so I was working on my master's there and then also teaching. And I've always, you know, gravitated towards that. Um, and, and I have taught at the college level as well. I mean, I wanted to get some years under my belt to where I could teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I taught at the hospitality program at Hillsborough Community College as well. Oh, nice. So. Nice. So tell me about some of your, um, you know, first events that you did. And, and it's, of course, the one that we sort of touched on, the Olympics. Um, that was probably a big endeavor, right? Yes. It was the best time. So, um I've worked with a lot of, I mean, when it comes to the hospitality industry, it includes restaurants. It can Mm -hmm. be, you know, it can be fast food. It can be, you know, sit-down service. It can be hotels. It can be private caterers. It can be, you know, bars. You know, it it also encompasses um, your food service of, say, colleges, hospitals, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with that... um, I ended up working at um, at Durango Durango College, in, and I was there for about, I lived in Colorado, left Texas, went to Colorado, and I say it was the worst six months of my life because it was so cold. Yeah. I was a city girl. Um, However, you were in the in the I, mountains, and I the, was in the mountains, <laughs> and the nothingness. And, yeah, the first day it snowed. My first day of work, it snowed, and I'm driving my SUV, and you have to go to the top of the hill, you know, mm-hmm. to where the college is. It's called Fort Lewis College. I, I said Durango. It's in Durango College, uh, Colorado. I mean, um, and my truck slid off. Oh no! Off the mountain, I was like on the side. Oh no! I, like gonna little, fall off the cliff? Um. Well, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still gonna fall. So there was this guy right behind me, you know, and and I mean, it was still dark outside, and oh my gosh, I was Scary. just like, you gotta be kidding me. Okay, this is a bad sign. I need to go home. So, like, what age are you around um, this time? I am. I don't know. Like my. Uh, 20s yeah something like that mm-hmm. so no real knowledge right, of the right, world right. if you will <laughs> and so yes yeah, still green and so um this car comes the truck comes up gets out he's a big burly guy and he's like oh he goes oh i'll help you out 
pulls up his pickup, has a crank underneath it, goes and hooks my car and just pulls it out like nothing happened. This I'm probably like, happens oh, all the time. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You're Literally, like, okay. that's my first day of work. <laughs> and here I am in pumps. And <laughs> nobody wears pumps or hose or anything over there. Everyone's granola. So, but, uh, so that was my first day of work in Colorado. But it was what took me to to the games. Okay, um, so how did that happen and, and what was that like? six months of working there, um, my director had uh, asked me if I'd be interested. They had picked me to go to, as they would, Airmark was the, was the contractor who had, um, they, the food service con uh, company who had the contract with the Olympics. Okay. And so they would select certain managers from all their uh, units. And I got picked, as well as another girl, um, from this unit to go. And, you know, I was just like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll go, you know. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. Get me out of right. here, dodge, you know. And I'm... <laughs> I don't, I did not know what I was in for, but uh -huh. it was the best decision I could have, you know, made. And so I drove from, from Colorado to Atlanta, Georgia, lived in a hotel, um, moved from hotel to hotel until. Yeah, because that's, I mean, they prepare well in advance yes. for, you know, like the whole city gets redone and, yes. and all that stuff. So yes. how far in advance did you um, have to go? I was there uh, from. The beginning of I say January until the game, so I was there for a good six months literally. in a hotel. Um, not one, but you know, yeah, they, but mostly at a hotel, hotel motels. Then mm -hmm. they actually purchased an actual, you know, old rundown motel and totally revamped it and whatever else. And um, I always say it was like summer camp uh -huh. because you. You play hard during the day and, you know, you're up all hours and whatever, but it's the best time, mm -hmm. you know. And literally, I mean, I would work an easily 12, 14-hour day and then come home to my my room and maybe, you know, go wash up or whatever else. And then we'd all be outside mm -hmm. hanging by our pool, which uh -huh. was a little baby pool. That <laughs> a we little would fill cement pond. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was those plastic pools. Oh, and, we, and, and we would put our feet in there. That yeah. was our jacuzzi, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, I met people from all over the world. Uh, all different avenues, you know, within the industry, you know, who had come to work uh, there. And, I mean, um, literally, um, I remember having bruises at the bottom of my feet from walking, mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, long, long hours. But it was great. I mean, I, I did... Um, I managed the backstage um, entertainment catering. Mm -hmm. I met so many people... Um, Anyone we would um, yeah. recognize names? Um, so, um, um, oh gosh, of course. I met the Pointer Sisters. Uh -huh. I met, um, I'm trying to remember this boy band. Um, 96, I'm trying to think. No, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and uh, Garth Brooks' uh, wife. Uh, Trisha Yearwood? I met Trisha yeah. Yearwood. Was it like it, Celine Dion, the... The, no. like, headliner that no, year or not, No, no not, not that one. Okay. Um, but I met um, Trisha Yearwood's ex-husband. Oh, okay. So, 
Um, and then B.B. Uh, King. Mm. Um, and Gloria Estevan. Um, and, I, gosh, I can't remember. It was uh, a boy band. Um I can't remember. Oh but, no! Uh, uh, Maybe it'll come to you yeah. later on. You can but just they shout were. It out. <laughs> I, oh, and the David Letterman, uh, Paul. Uh, oh, Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Mm-hmm. He would walk around with the little fan in his face. It was so <laughs> funny. Um, but the boy band. It was so funny because boy. Well, I'm trying to think. '96. Who would have been? I don't know. I'm bad. It with was that kind of boys um, and men. Uh, Boys to Men. No, that would have been a little later, probably. But um, they, I remember, they they wouldn't let us, like, of all the stars there, you know, of all the people who were, like, so, like, important, if you will, or famous, mm-hmm. you would think B.B. King. Yeah. Gloria Estevan or the Pointer Sisters, mm-hmm. okay? Right. And I walked in their dressing rooms, whatever else, would make sure nothing, never. Mm -hmm. I I mean, people were super, super nice. Every one of those people. But this boy band, I was not allowed. Probably why you were like forgetting the name, (laughs) because I wasn't allowed within 50 feet of their dressing room. No one was. We had to drop off points. So wow. it was kind of crazy. Mm. So. so they were, even though they weren't that big yet, they were big for their well, britches. Well, they're not, yeah, they're big for their britches, but they, they, got didn't, they didn't make they it. Didn't, yeah, they didn't make it. We still know all those other names, right? But we can't come up with I this one, I can't remember right? the other yeah. one. So just for just for clarity, it, it wasn't Boys to Med, but uh, no, it, was it, like yes. it was a band like that. It was a band like that, a group like that. Okay. Um, so what was like, um, what, what was like, the the best thing about that and the worst thing wasn't there also a bombing related there to was that a bombing Olympics? um it was um at the Olympic um park or park it was at Olympic Park um it was during one of the track and field uh, type events that one of the big events that was going on but it was it was at night and um I was actually I wasn't working I was out in abroad and I was actually walking the venues uh when it happened Mm. I was far away from it you know um but it was I mean the Olympics you know property if you will was so vast in Atlanta Mm -hmm. it covered a lot of the downtown area and stuff so and I think um, some some events were even like in like Savannah or um um they were more um yeah like um like they had the um horses and mm-hmm. then they had some water um but anything yeah so it wasn't but like there was like a it. 10 mile perimeter oh, yes. for like the main like yes. of atlanta yes. you know wherever yes. the the olympic but i was mainly i was designated to the olympic stadium that mm-hmm. they built okay and then also to the what was next door was the other baseball where they had the track and field okay so um but yeah it was it was you know crazy <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean literally it was the best time of my life and the most um, craziest yeah yeah uh-huh. i mean and if, what was something that you learned from that that you've just carried on like for your whole life um you know i think the biggest thing is that and i was i was about to say this is that it was everything that event planning um, does. 
in, in the sense like that all the aspects. if you can't, I mean, like uh, when I was teaching, I was trying to explain to the students that, you know, hey, this is not all about planning parties. You know, it's not all glorious and whatever else. It is you got to get in, you get dirty, you hurt, you ache, you don't want to be here. But you know what? You still got to do it. And in the end, like at the closing ceremonies, it was just amazing. It was just that feeling that what it felt like forever, truly the event was only two weeks. Oh, isn't that like... I know, it's crazy. Yeah, isn't that like everything with that? Little known fact about me, I started out in hospitality also in... Mm -hmm. um, as a chef apprentice. Mm. And I, I always, um, when I was in college, I would do, um, waitressing. I had a waitressing job and then I had a second job where I would do like for weddings on the weekends and I would go to a country club and I would work, you know, temp like temporary extra staff. Well, and so we would go into the kitchen and we would see, you know, them making all the food and the ice sculptures and all this stuff. And I just thought that looked like so much fun. Mm -hmm. Well, um, so I, um, adjust adjusted my major and did a chef apprenticeship program and then I was in the kitchen what I didn't realize (laughs) until you get in there is for one any of that is super long hours yes like oh my gosh because if you think about it you're working all the times that other people want to party right (laughs) yeah all the times where they're celebrating yes um the evenings the weekends Mm -hmm. and long days because there's so much like you said you're prepping say a dinner mm-hmm. for some some things a couple days if right. you're going into ordering food planning a menu yes. all of the things that's like you know weeks in advance and then the food comes in and you're having to prep it and clean it and all that then you're preparing some of the food and everything you know the sauces and all of the things and you're arranging the display and you're mm-hmm. getting the ice and all of the things for a wedding that is two hours a mm-hmm. wedding reception that is two or right. three hours right and it's over <laughs> you know and then when and, it's over and then there's, there's down for another yes. yeah there's still yes. more for another three or four mm-hmm. hours you know mm-hmm. and um and it's hard being short like we are. I've burnt myself so many times mm-hmm. being um, too close to the stoves and you got to carry a lot of heavy yes, things. Yes. Luckily, I'm strong for my size. Mm-hmm. But um, I realized kind of quickly about a couple years, especially when I got engaged and I knew I wanted to be a mother. And I was like, this schedule is not, not going to work right. mm-hmm. um, with being a mother um, because I'm going to be working Mm-hmm. All the evenings, mm-hmm. all the weekends, and sometimes you didn't know how long you were going to be working. No, you can't no. plan for it. It's not like I'm going to work from nine to five and I'll no. be home by five thirty. No, no, it was like I got to be there at two and I'll see you probably at three a.m. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's probably the thing is that you know um, you have to have a passion for the yeah. industry, you know. And I, you know. Um, now I'm not like full time in it as you know, you know, we are, I'm a consultant and stuff. So sometimes I'm flown to a large event. Right. So I may not be working, you know, like right now or, or, you know, a lot of, I do a lot of advising, but sometimes they fly me to the destination and say, okay, this is the event we're doing. You need to manage it, whatever else, and Mm -hmm. oversee a team of, you know, anywhere from 20 to 40 people or whatever else. And and so it's maybe long, really long hours for 10 days straight 
or mm-hmm. a week or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 you carry it out and then again you got to do it again right yeah. back up the and so it it's not every day right you know mm-hmm. um so i kind of got out of that um arena if you will and then do a lot of you know like i said advising consulting and helping people you know planning the events and whatever else but yeah it's it's long it can be very long but you and it, especially up to go time kind of yes. even like doing like say a performance like a yes. a play or Life, something yes. you've got a long time of like reading the script and learning the lines yes. and practicing and practicing and then that couple weeks beforehand it's like boom 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 and then day uh, you know a couple days mm-hmm. of is like oh my gosh the crunch is on you're working a lot of hours yes then the show happens and then you're like oh yeah we're done you well, know and then <laughs> the other thing is that a lot of people you have to have um in order to be in the uh, event and meeting planning business you have to have a calm about you mm-hmm. you have to know how to think on your feet last minute last second what okay what's the solution that can fix this because right there's now. always something there's, it's yeah. never someone ever. forgot the tomatoes yeah. for the you know well, or it's never yeah. ever gonna mm-hmm. go as planned period right. for any wedding any meeting any event something's always gonna fall through the cracks and or you know something's gonna happen something the unavoidable ACs, yeah the ac right. at the hotel the venue you don't know and you have to know how to handle that handle your client and whatever else and um I just have never, I'm very good at thinking on my feet um, last second and figuring out a solution and whatever else. I mean. And keeping uh, everybody calm that's freaking out. keeping everybody calm, yeah. And you can't, you have to have your composure. And I've been told so many times, you know, I've had an owner behind my back, you know, the system's down, we're about about to have the grand opening. They're, um, they had just gotten their computer system. I was, I installed it. Then the Wi-Fi went out, and I was trying to train the people and everything. And he's having a fit, pacing back and forth. <laughs> and literally, the Wi-Fi comes on, and we're like, "Okay, it's good to go." I'm showing them, and then everything's good. I mean, literally within minutes of the door opening, and um, he's like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know how you do it. How do you?" How, I'm I'm losing. I mean, he's still like I'm losing my mind. He, he, he goes, still hasn't he, calmed down he yet, hasn't even though everything's down. fixed and everything's yeah. fine. But no, I'm just like, uh-huh. it's okay, John. It's gonna it's, be it's, great. It's fine. It's Don't worry be, about it. Yeah. And if it didn't come up, you know what? We got pens and paper that we'll take orders. You know, mm-hmm. and whatever else, mm-hmm. no big deal. You yeah. know, so yeah, but. you do have to have that that sort of yes. and be able to wing it, and be able to. Yeah, sometimes you can, you know get play it off. Yeah, or you get something in and or something didn't arrive. The, the delivery truck broke down and your whatever didn't show up, and so yep. now the dish that you were making, you got to substitute something. Yeah, or somebody's got to run to the grocery store. Oh yes, <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh yeah, that's it's it's crazy. It's great when you're in your early 20s and you have a lot of energy Mm -hmm. and and um but yeah that you can burn out that's that's a hard job to do for the long haul it really really Mm -hmm. is so i i give it to people that can do Mm -hmm. that for a long time all right so let's talk about um you've had a lot of um experience with international travel and and let's get to some of the Mm -hmm. the tips about traveling keeping safe um resorts all those things that you wanted to share okay so um where I've I've traveled abroad on you know personally you know for personal vacations or whatever else but however I have 
produced events, you know, have taken, um, you know, uh, clients or whatever else, group, group events over to the Dominican. And we've been over to the Dominican. I did the event three years in a row. And um, it was, um, I mean, we had a great time, whatever else. There was a lot of planning ahead of time. But the one thing that, um, you know, in the States, everything is regulated. You know, you have your, you have your, um, you know, whether it's the liquor or, or you have police, you have all this other stuff where um, someone is el- is someone else hires watching them. You know, right. you there's ha- someone overseeing. Right. Correct. And their safety standards and right. quality for standards. Food, for, and right. FDA, exactly. you know, all of those things. Right. So with, when you travel abroad, um, just like the police there, you know, there, we, there is no control over there. You know, as Americans, we're on their property, we're in their country, and so we're not accustomed to how things are done there. And we live in America, and things, you know, are, um, we're protected, yeah. if you will. And orderly in some kind of way. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, and when you go to different countries, they don't follow the same rules, if and, you will. Yeah, you can't assume. No, right. no. And so... And with, either way, you don't have rights there anyway. You're no, not a citizen No, there. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I hate to say it, but, you know, yes, I am Latin, and I can go over there and probably have some other privileges, if you will, but, um, you know, when you come into a Latin country, sometimes you just like, I mean, I guess, you know, you're coming into their country, some, you know, they're, um, some you can get that unwelcomeness, you okay. know. Um, so a lot of like these, a certain amount of pre- like prejudice yeah, in a it, way and you're it, saying it kind like, of yeah. here comes the I'll say it here well, comes the white Americans. Or, well, okay. here's the reason being is because a lot of these resorts are in countries that are very um, poverty stricken. Uh huh. And their whole uh, economy and stuff, a lot of their monies that they come from are from the tourists. Right. So um, they work. You think that we work long hours? Yeah. These people work long, long, crazy on their feet for God knows how long, day to day, and probably for very little money. Yeah. Of the money. Mm -hmm. And um, so at one of the resorts that we were on, so it borders up to Haiti. And so literally you, when we, you know, got from the airport and went to the resort, you're, you're driving through these poverty-stricken countries, and um, it's easily that you could get robbed. They could pull over the bus or whatever else, you know. Um, it in extortion. Yes, yes, exactly. And so it is, you know, but it, it is that that it's because it's so poverty-stricken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on the border of this one resort, you see this big wall, and it is on the edge of Haiti. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of Haitians that come over and work. You know, they hire them. Okay. And so, again, still making pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot of, you know, the resorts butt up against, you know, 
either they're either poverty stricken countries or the you know next door they have a lot of um, poverty stricken areas and stuff so um, because of that you have you know the workers work long long hours or pennies on the dollar these countries rely on the tourism business you know for their economy and stuff but with that there are no regulations like we would have here in the states and so and but that invites a lot of different things it invites you know safety for your health your uh safety mm -hmm. personal um safety. personal safety um and just um like don't drink the water you know, um, you have to be very aware of your surroundings there. You have to know, I would never ever advise someone traveling alone to go to a country like that. Travel in groups mm -hmm. um, and, and, and know who, know who, what resort it is, know what you're getting, know that, that, it, that the property is protected well, how do you do that? So should you only go through a travel agent? Should you only pick like U.S. owned yeah. uh, so resorts? Yeah, so there are a lot of different what, things what can you we can do, do if so we're like, trying to figure out where to go. So um, I always say, you know, sure you want to, you know, get the best deal or whatever else. But sometimes the best deal isn't the best thing for mm -hmm. you personally, for your safety and health. Um I would go with only go to resorts that are um, basically um, American owned companies that manage them. So like um, the Port Puerto Rico um, and um, it's, it's just they have to follow the same standards as they would in Florida, okay. you know, mm -hmm. or Texas, wherever, you know. so. And with that, they're only allowed to use certain distributors, say, like with the liquor, they have to um, ship. So the distributor ships out there, and that's what makes sure that your liquor products, you know, any alcohol is being followed. Same thing with the food, you mm -hmm. know. So you... Well, isn't that... So what's the concern there? Because I think I read a little bit about this stuff that's going on in the Dominican Republic and, and Mexico is that... Well, especially the DR. They're looking at... It's, the it's, commonality of these people is that they drank things from the mini bar. Okay, so, so with, with anything, um, with any um, foreign country where you have alcohol. So let's step back a bit. So... Um, these all-inclusive resorts. The all-inclusive resorts, when you pay your rate, say, I'm just gonna throw out a figure. It's $200 for uh, your whole weekend, you know? Okay. Per person. Okay. okay. That would include all your food, mm -hmm. your lodging, your alcohol, and um, sometimes some extracurricular activities within the property. Okay, and that's an all-inclusive. That's an all-inclusive. You won't, and you are not required to pay tips either during that time. Oh, yeah. okay. So, with that, in order to make that profitable for them, um, they don't, they will cut corners. Okay. Um, 
say your okay this step will go to say your room and some resorts you know just like our hotels here you know we try to conserve water and whatever else they won't um wash your sheets every day Mm-hmm. Maybe they won't freshen your towels every day. You know, it's like every other day or something like that. Mm-hmm. The um, Your air conditioning, maybe they're not cleaning the filters as often as they should. Mm-hmm. It's very hot. It's very humid. Um, with that invites mold. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in and out. The moisture just, it's... And so that gets into your your air ducts and whatever else, and that can um, obviously get the person sick. Your your little bars in your hotel room, your mini bars and stuff like that, or even just the alcohol at the bars. When you have endless amount that you don't have to pay for every drink, it's all included. They are they're going to do a couple of different things. They can water it down. Yeah, I was going to say probably first watering it down. Yeah. They water it down, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to have cheap, cheap, well, alcohol. Yeah, um, and then um, also with that, in order to help that, they are going to get alcohol from distributors there in their country that is the lowest cost for them. Uh-huh. So you, just like how we had bootleggers here, yeah, um, you'll have bootleggers there. Oh, so somebody could just be making some, yes. making some booze in the, in yes. the oh, tin, in the, no, tin they can, can in their yes. backyard. They do. And, they're, and you're well, at a resort. In, yes. So it's so, and, the, and we're talking about resorts that are not USA owned and not regulated. We're talking about if you just decide to find one on your own or whatever that's just you know right so so Jim Bob's it, vacation resort or well something. <laughs> and, and no it can be it can be someone you know who is um a larger resort okay it can be larger resorts that's what I'm saying is oh, that okay. it, it's not it's not immune to any um resort hotel whatever abroad mm-hmm. that's why you have to be very careful is to okay don't don't be so quick to book that of book that resort that is the least amount. You know, gotcha. You're getting do your research. Yeah, you know, and you might be getting what you're paying for. Right. And if it's like most things, if it sounds too good to be true, yes. it probably is. Yes. And if you just apply some logic, like, yes. how do I get to go for five days? Yes, everything's included, including liquor. When you know in your brain, liquor's expensive. Right. You know the room. You know. Um, it, all those things. So they're like you said, they're gonna have to cut corners somewhere. They will. And um, I mean, I've heard people where, you know, there were bugs in the room. They had bed bugs. They had to change the sheets because the sheets were dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the bathrooms were uh, extremely lackluster. Um, I mean, it it can be a range of things, mm-hmm. but you know, the food is one of the most you know it's very common that you know um it's not you know up to temperature uh undercooked something like that and then the liquor um but not only that um when you go to these other resorts the security it's not like 
you know, when you when you go to a hotel, you know, in downtown Tampa, you see security there. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to these resorts abroad, you're not really going to see them like you would normally. They may be out kind of every once in a while at night, you know, when people are uh, out and uh, walking in and out and stuff like that, but not n- not like the level you would, that it yeah, would be that all you the would time. expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be careful about walking on the beach. You have a lot of um, natives that will that will try to sell you something, rob you. I mean, sure, it's great to buy the trinkets and whatever else from the country. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be all over the place. Right. You're, you're, you're going to see it the first day, and you're going to see it right before you get on the bus to get yeah. back home. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so they will do whatever they can to try and get that dollar from you. Mm-hmm. And so, again, yeah. that invites uh, invites some unsafety. Yeah. You know. And aggressiveness. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Um, we took a trip to Mexico and then also um, the Bahamas. And both times when we left, they were both, they were both cruises. And when we left the cruise ship and went in for you know, the half day or the day or whatever it was, um, right off the bat was just very aggressive. And, uh, it's kind of a funny story now, but I was like, Oh, okay. I'm glad that happened the minute I got here because it kind of let me know, like Dorothy, you're not in Kansas anymore. Like, Uh, you know, what you're used to is not what happens here. So somebody, you know, put a little um, shell necklace on me or whatever. Oh, bead yeah. necklace, you know. Oh, oh they like, always can do you that. Get, you know, yes. a, a donation. And, and mm-hmm. again, um, <laughs> you know, so I had like a, a couple dollars or whatever. And I was like, okay, you know. And I so I offer, you know, a couple dollars. And and the girl was oh, sweet as pie when this whole thing was going on. And then when, when the amount was not what she expected, uh, just ripped it right off my neck, like very aggressively. I was like, alrighty then. Yeah. So I just started saying no to everything unless I wanted it, you know? And I always, you know, try to prepare any of my guests or, and such and let them know, Hey, okay, this is how, what's going to kind of transpire after we get off the bus and we go to the, if you go to the beach or this, you know, do not say you have any money. Don't say anything yeah. like that. Tell them, no, I don't have any money. You know, and so they understand they can't continue to hound you, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to be very cordial and whatever else, but know what to expect, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, I prepare my guests not only the to a reminder as soon as we get off the bus, but, you know, way prior to the trip uh-huh. um, and they have to sign a waiver and saying, you know, my, I always tell all my guests that they are not to leave the resort. Mm-hmm. You stay within the resort property uh-huh. for your safety. Because is, you have pretty much checked out that resort or it's, I have, it's, some, right. it's something that you would recommend and you know that there's right. at least a, a certain amount of safety and right. so on there. And Correct. you can kind of, not that you would guarantee, but you know. Well, you, you can. Ins- I can. Yeah, I can say kind like of if monitor, you, right. you know, like. But once they leave there, you don't. You're yes, no, you don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I do in order to kind of keep tabs, I guess you could say, is I always have events planned. So you know, we have group dinners. We have you know breakfast. We kind of just you know whatever. But um, generally, dinner. So I knew. 
everyone was still on property at night and whatever else, I tried to make sure that all the services that we ever needed were there. If they needed anything else, they, are, they were to come to me or come to my um, one of um, the destination management managers that I worked with. So we handled all um, any group bookings that say Excursions we would go, yeah. Anything. So yeah. we would go horseback riding or um, go on um, uh, these ATV rides mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We would go as a group. Mm-hmm. As our group, you know, together, and the, my destination management would have a manager with them the entire time, or I would be with them and stuff. So, again, it's trying to, um, you know, look out for the best of um, of everyone, the safety, and reminding them, hey, don't do this, don't do that, whatever else. Um and, you know, with any country, you can't drink the water because they don't use a filtration system like mm-hmm. we do. Have bottled water, you know, don't eat food off the street. I know they have, you know, that's how they make their money and whatever else. But you cannot, you don't know. Right. You don't know what they're putting in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's, you know, um, the, I say the bootleggers, you know, um, over there just... It is what used to happen here, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it is it is very rampant over there, and mm-hmm. they just and this is mostly um, South South American countries that you're talking about, or even yeah. European. Any, I mean, um, we've my husband and I have traveled a lot in Europe, and we always sort of do research, even though if we're not going with the group, if we're going on our own, we always sort of research a lot online and find out: can you drink the water? Can you not drink yeah. the water? You know, um, I think that um mainly it's going to be in your in your south american countries and stuff like that um i mean anywhere where there's a poverty stricken countries okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, nearby yes um like the bahamas Mm -hmm. bahamas rampant i mean Mm -hmm. you go to your jamaica jamaica yeah jamaica is very bad because there's a lot of resorts yes there that are really great but if you go outside of there it's bad yes yes and so again it's just it's not immune to any place i mean just yeah you know could it happen here in the states something like that oh yeah i mean but the likelihood of things you know, them getting caught and stuff are very high, you know. Yeah. I, I remember, you know, um, hotels and resorts being accused of filling uh, their bottles with water. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not unlikely. But um, there's so but many, uh, um, there's there's inspections and yes. there's things that eventually mm-hmm. they will get caught. And if they yes. get caught, it's they lose that license. Yes. And yeah, and so they're done. Sure. So sure. it's, it's less of a, less of a you know, it's more of a risk for them to, to do something like that right. and, and um, not worth the chance. So right. if there's a deterrent, yes. um, if there's, and there's regulations. there's certain, um, so you're taxed on every, for every bottle, just like, you know, for every keg of beer or something like that. You're taxed on how much is produced and you're also, as the bar, you're taxed on how much you sell. Okay. So, um, if someone was, say, a bar, say they reused that liquor bottle and they filled it or, or, you know, they used it, but then they kind of 
topped it off with some water. Okay, well, there's only a certain amount of drinks you can make out of that. A shot is one shot. So yeah. Mm -hmm. You can figure out how many milliliters were in yeah. that bottle and exactly. how many shots came out of that. And okay. the math is there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that's where, you know, a lot of people think they can break away from the system, but it's going to catch up to them. They might not happen like on, you know, say it just happens on two or three bottles. The likelihood of that, you know, being caught, no. But if they continually do it, they will get caught. Yeah, and so. especially if you're doing it at some kind of volume, that's gonna exactly that's gonna exactly. catch up. So, all right, really, all really good, really good tips. Um, so, sort of, let's let's try to like recap what we would want, you know, um, to do. Say we are wanting to visit, you know, uh, let's just throw this out, you know, a, a Latin American or um, mm -hmm. resort, you know, say mm -hmm. Dominican Republic or mm -hmm. or Puerto Rico or, you know, Jamaica. Say we want to go to these places. What should we do? So what I would do is look into the resort that you're thinking of. You can go through a travel agent or, you know, I recommend that you use a travel agent for something like that traveling abroad don't do it on your own because you're not you don't really know what to look for mm -hmm. unless you are a travel agent mm -hmm. like with me I'm a meeting cleaner I've done this many times mm -hmm. and whatever else and they're going to recommend you you know the top resorts and whatever else you know and they will recommend you know other ones that are maybe a tier down or whatever else um, and they will give you their advice on, you know, what it's like, you know, the reviews on them and et cetera. So with that, um, you can also ask them, hey, is this resort an American-owned resort, you know, management company and stuff? They'll tell you. Mm -hmm. They know this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and also they're going to make sure that the transportation that you get from the airport to the resort is also safe so you know it's it's when people try to um, you know again save money yeah that they end up hurting themselves so um, with that you get your recommendations your referrals and whatever else look at the reviews go on site you know and you can not only um, you know getting the recommendations from from the travel agent and your friends but you know Google it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and then see what it is that, you know, people's people are real saying. life experiences yeah. and on mm -hmm. um, Travelocity, you know, there's people review things all the time yeah. and mm -hmm. they'll post pictures of what it really was like. Oh, yeah. So and they're definitely they, great about telling you everything that went yes. bad. Yes. People and leave more bad reviews than they do good reviews. Exactly. So you can at least know what to look for, even if you're like, okay, this was one right. cranky person yes. or something. But yes. if you're seeing something over and over and over, yes. then it's probably then, legitimate. Right. Yeah. And so with that, you know, so you do your research on, on all those ways and and make sure definitely get um i would highly advise people getting travel insurance yeah. um you know at the resort because you don't know what's going to happen and whatever once you get to the destination make sure that you stay on the resort property um all parties i know that people like to mingle with with the natives and whatever else but honestly 
that would be the worst mistake um, to venture off and see things on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just inviting yourself to, you know, get in trouble somehow, some way, mm-hmm. you know, to go to the local clubs or whatever else. Um, it's just, it's not safe. I yeah. mean, um, people, Americans are looked at as being greedy, um, rich, and, you know, that in some sense we have it made you Mm -hmm. know they want what we have right you know that level of freedom that independence that ability to make money and whatever else Mm -hmm. so we look like a threat to them okay so that's why we you know you want to you wind up being a target in a sense because they think just because you're american and usually can especially if you're a white american yes you look like that you know and so you would stick out and Mm -hmm. then they would say oh here come the tourists i'm sure they know the routine you know absolutely especially especially like cruise ships and things do that that cruise ship they know the times and they're there and the whole thing and they're they're just living they're trying to support their families as well and but there is that little bit of a where they're trying to support their families they're more desperate than we are right and so they can yeah yeah they They can can go towards crime or something to do that Mm -hmm. and the other thing is that and i'm not i'm not saying this to scare anyone is just that um you know crime is crime is normal to them Mm -hmm. you know um it is a part of their life i guess you could say um and the other thing is that um they love blonde women so people who are you know it is not uncommon for someone to try and go touch your hair you know Mm -hmm. and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and you know so it's it's stuff like that that you know me as a latin i know i understand um and can see things and make sure that i can warn people about you know what to expect and whatever Mm -hmm. else um but it's just you know it's stay on the property mm-hmm. um if you have any concerns you know go to your point of contact go to the resort manager whatever else um sure go to security um but you know try to watch amongst your friends don't ever just don't ever leave any of your people yeah, behind. I was going to say, watch Never. out for each other. Yes, you have yeah. to. Mm-hmm. You have to. And stay together. Yes. And I guess, um, you know, it's it's something if we do live in our little suburbs of Florida that you right. can, you cannot be thinking of because we no. can, I, I'm a small white single, not, I'm not single, but you know, I can mm-hmm. drive um, wherever I want and go wherever I want, you know, for the most part and, and not, not be too worried um, about anything, mm-hmm. but, um, that's not necessarily true everywhere. And if you're not used to that, you know, you can really get yourself in trouble. Yes. And so it really sounds maybe like you're saying, um, and I do think this is good advice. And actually we have another podcast episode from, um, Jackie with JR world travel, who was saying, you don't know what you don't know. That's the exactly. title of it. You don't know what you don't know. So if you're going to some place that is very, quote, foreign to you, yes. not meaning, you know, just a foreign, it's foreign to your way of life and the right. way that things that you're used to, you should have a travel consultant. Yes. You should have somebody that knows this 
because mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know and what you don't know can hurt you or kill you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and especially if you get sick saying like the, the travel insurance, she was saying that she had, you know, she makes people sign also um, the, for the travel insurance. She does not let them not get it. Uh-huh. Um, and um, if they're going to work with her, then they've got to get travel insurance. That's just it because she had a family in the past have a health emergency and they spent $50,000 yes. getting yes. back. Yes. And they had to pay that before they were allowed yes. to leave the country. Yes. I mean, that's, that's like that's mind-boggling. That, you know, like, yeah. Um, so recently there was a story, um, I want to say it was last week, where the medical student who graduated in Mexico um, and then went out to celebrate with his friend and his friend was killed and he was not. He was, he to this, you know, he does not recall anything that happened, but they got jumped. Okay. Okay. So these were Americans, and even though they were Latin, they were um, still a part of the community. And he was going to school down there, and then was coming back to the states. But um, it, it just, you know, again, they sometimes the two just don't mix. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to feel the country and whatever else because what we're accustomed to is not what's you know yeah accustomed to them mm-hmm. so and the rules that don't we apply follow don't no. apply yeah and you think that you're safe if you tell the police don't believe that yeah it's not no. it's not always the same no the same thing no. so again this is, sounds very um scary and dire and and like people should you know um we're never saying don't travel no, travel no. is fantastic just be, but if you're you want to travel be smart about yeah. it mm-hmm. be smart about it do your homework um again uh, consult with a, tr- uh, a reputable travel agent there's plenty out there um, and, you know, again, you know, once you're there, you know, you stay on the resort. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And usually they'll they'll provide, like you said, enough activities to yes. keep you busy anyway yes. that you yes. don't really need to, to go anywhere. But if you do go off, it should be with a sanctioned. And they have group you know, tours group. and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do it like that. But don't don't do it on your own. Yeah. Good advice. Um, again, you know, traveling is an amazing thing and you definitely should, you know, we always talk about on the Detour podcast when we have a travel episode about getting out and seeing other cultures and you should, you mm-hmm. should. Right. It makes you a better person. It makes you understand how um, we just had 4th of July yesterday. Right. And the freedoms that we have in this exactly. country. Um you can get uh, complacent about those and yes. you can ha- not have the gratitude that you should have mm-hmm. when you go to these other places and you see that it's not the same that mm-hmm. reminds you yes. how very lucky yes. that you are yes. to live yes. in America and to be a US citizen and to um you know be grateful for that be well yeah that. we have the opportunities that you know obviously these other countries do not have and um you know we have to be yes we have to be thankful for it. even though we may have an unfortunate you know thing going on in our life or situation or whatever else but we have to remember that we could be living elsewhere Mm-hmm. That's why everybody wants first to come world to problems, a, right? Well, right. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram yeah. was being so spotty today. Yeah. Oh, I, know. <laughs> okay. I um, couldn't post my story. That's why everyone yeah. wants to come to the states. 
yeah. because mm-hmm. of our freedoms, right. you know? Mm-hmm. They know that it's safer here. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, just keep all that in mind, guys. Um, definitely, you know, cruises and those all-inclusives yeah. are such fun. They're, they're mm-hmm. such a way to go. Um, to vacation in spots like that and see different parts of the world, but just ve- be very safe about it and do mm-hmm. your research, get recommendations, mm-hmm. talk to people and, you know, talk to somebody who's gone or at least go, like you said, Google and see what people mm-hmm. are saying. There's lots mm-hmm. of information out there and recommendations and people that have gone there made the mistake right, and, and right. are now saying, hey, this is what happened to me, so you can avoid it. So, right. Well, Cynthia, thank you so much for taking the time today to share um, so much information and just your experiences through your life and um, mm-hmm. career in hospitality. And we appreciate um, you taking the time today. And if somebody does um, want Cynthia to help them with um, an event or a, a nonprofit fundraiser that's coming up, um marketing and social media maybe you need you know your website needs just some help or you're you're trying to get your social media presence known you know on facebook and things like that contact her on facebook it's cynthia s sorry c y n t h i a and then amaya is her last name a m a y a and uh, just shoot her a message on Facebook, and she will be happy to um, talk to you about her consulting business and um, see what your needs are and how she might be able to help. So thank you so much again for listening. You can follow, interact, and ask questions about this episode and others on our Facebook page, The Detour Podcast, and on Instagram at Sheila Shinsky. To hear more conversations like this one, you can listen to more episodes on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher. And be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe so that you can join us next time as we take the detour and enjoy the wander. Thanks again, Cynthia. Thank you. Have a great day, guys.